So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, this is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway. Yep, you're listening to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. This is episode number 79. Coming to you live from the car once again. So you may be hearing some honking and sirens and, you know, my husband speaking to the drivers as if they could hear all that, kind of stuff. all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so today is fun. You know why? Especially, it's a little bit spontaneous because we are literally going without a framework. We have I mean, we have a discussion topic that we want to go over, but usually we have a framework. We don't like to really script things because we want it to be very genuine and authentic reactions. Um, but this time, it's like <laughs> just a title. So this is what we're, we're confronting today or we're discussing, I'll say, is this. When she makes more than him or would it be when she makes more than he <laughs> yeah so i think they get it listen this is not something that is unusual it's 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 commonplace mm-hmm. uh it's been that way for uh decades and decades now oh yeah i would say at least the last two decades about um but the but the trajectory of of wives um outpacing uh their husbands in income is not anything unusual so with that being said that obviously presents a lot of challenges a lot of issues it can it can and even in the best of situations it can still present an issue because there's this there's this fragile uh thing known as the male ego Mm -hmm. which um is very sensitive in many cases in some cases more sensitive than others but so much of a man's identity actually comes from his ability to earn income and provide. Now, what's interesting is just because he is earning income and providing, you would think that that would be sufficient. And the reality is, is for some men, at least, their wives earning more than them is a problem. Yeah, so here's the thing. And I think it's important that we go from both perspectives today just talk about like what that looks like from a wise perspective now all I can really what we can really talk about is from our experience um so I think it's important that we come from a wife's perspective and then from a husband's perspective and for us um this this was really real most real for us when um you left the banking industry (laughs) yeah 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 we went yeah we traded (laughs) um positions um um so like it was one way when we first got married and then after i mm-hmm. got out of banking it was a it was a different way mm-hmm. and so uh and that created its own challenges for um several several years mm-hmm. and so i mean there were a lot of challenges with just like you not being well and i think just and, and really looking at the full picture and how it happened it wasn't like you were just like okay i'm not gonna do banking anymore you know? No, no, no. It, and you could have stayed in the banking industry, just. Yeah, I could have. It was just obviously, um, 
it was the opportune time for me to for me to step into entrepreneurship full fledged. And so there was a lot of things that I didn't know, that I didn't understand, that I had to sort of learn over the years. Um, hey guys, that's a New York Welcome taxi. To the NYC part. Uh, I told y'all, y'all gonna hear some entertainment in the background. The ambient noise is not so ambient; it's a lot. But yeah, so <laughs> you know, there were some things I had to learn that I didn't really understand. And during that period um, of years and years, actually, um, it just created some challenges even for us because you were carrying, you know, us financially uh, for the, you know for the for the most part, and that. And you were fine to do that, but it definitely, mm-hmm. over a period of time, based on how I was or wasn't mm-hmm. managing that time period, mm-hmm. it definitely became problematic for us in our in our marriage. And that yeah. was even with communication. We were actually communicating. Yeah, we were actually. We were. I was saying what I felt, and you were saying what you felt. But I want to put like the full picture, like look at it like this, because um, you were also really looking like to find yourself in this new role as an entrepreneur. Right, mm-hmm. like you were really getting. Remember, you said, told me you're like, my identity was in that job, oh, you know. Big time. Yeah. And so we had to go through that, y'all. Like it was like I was like, where is my husband? Like it was, woosa. And I'm like, okay, why well, need you? Oh, big old. What do you call those? It was just potholes. No, that was bigger than a pot. Like a moon crater. It was a moon crater. Um, okay, so it was it was challenging, um, you know, to to be in that season. Um, and then like, okay, well, we got to have shelter. We got to have food, you know, and it was kind of like you were in this funk and, um, you know, you did get, you were doing contracts and you were doing things, but it really wasn't like he was pushing himself. Y'all, you know, he didn't have that same, that same fire, that same, go get it, that same, oomph, you know? And so, um, that was, that was hard. I didn't realize that for a while because I was just like really excited about you doing entrepreneurship. And then after all, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why does this feel so heavy on me? You know, um, but the great thing was, I'll say this: the great thing was, like, God was so faithful. Like, all these new contracts kept coming for me, for my staffing company. I mean, it it had gone to the place it had never grown to um, the size as the size contracts that we were doing at that point in time. I mean, we were having to. I was having to hire some of my friends from out of state to come. Um, help me like it was crazy like it just was like a big blow up but it was so needed and necessary and it was right on time totally, right totally. um so i'll just you know that that was that part but now let's talk about me my emotional standpoint was you know i was good with you know doing what needs to be done but then i did have to have many conversations with myself and you as well too but with myself it was a bit it was different because i was like all right I'm feeling like two different ways. It's like kind of like a war going on the inside. You know, I'm like feeling like I'm grateful, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to be in this situation. I felt like being stretched, but unjustly. Like there's some seasons you have to be stretched and there are other seasons like you don't have to be stretched. And I felt like I didn't have to be stretched if you didn't, if you just would go do something else, you know, or go get, get that oomph that you had before. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, you know, um, Whenever there's a whenever there's a loss of identity, there's going to be a loss of income for a man because um, he has to feel really good about what he does. And I wasn't I don't know that, I don't know that I was as confident in what I was doing at that time um, in terms of you know how I felt like 
I could deliver or bring value. And, and I mean, it's not just with men, anybody. Nobody wants to do something that, that they're not good at. Um, but I had to be willing to do something that I wasn't good at for a while until I got better at it. Yeah. And so that, I mean, and I'm still doing that, you know, in other aspects of our businesses. And so it's just, um, it's a reality. But I will say this, though. It's important that as a man that we don't look at it like... Because even though I wasn't a funk, it wasn't like I wasn't doing anything right. or bringing any value. It's just that I wasn't bringing, bringing in enough. And so had I applied myself a little more deeply, then I could have been bringing in even more than what I was. So I, I, I just, I just want to clear that up. Number one, it wasn't like I was having a goose egg. Number two, I just... Zero. zero. <laughs> I was like, goose egg zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was bringing in something that just wasn't enough. Yeah. And But, but I could always... I could have been doing a lot more. And I think that that gap between bare minimum and potential uh, really has to do with a sense of identity and in, in, in how we feel about ourselves. That's so good. So I would say behind the scenes with me going back to me having my talks, I would usually have talks with myself in the restroom and just like stand there and be like, okay, what's, you know, I, you know, I would talk to myself and I would talk to guys. I'm like, I feel taken advantage of. I'm, t- I'm just being very wrong. You know, like, I felt that. But then I wanted to complain because I was like, I'm going to tell him right now, you know. And then I was like, no, because then what I felt like God was saying to me was like, am I not providing through your business, through Sway Enterprises? Am I not doing this? Am I not bringing more contract? Am I not? Like, are you lacking anything? And I was like, no, but... He was like, so would you like me to take my hand off of your business? I was like, no, please don't. I was like, okay. You know, so I would have these conversations with God. And then whenever I did come and speak with you, it was in a much calmer um, tone. You know, it was just like from a place of like disappointment versus how I had that conversation with myself. Like, you know how you premeditate a conversation? Like, I'm going to say this and this and this and this. And I'm going to say this bullet point list and this and this and this and this and this. And then I just got it checked. I was checked every single time. So it wasn't just one conversation like that. I had multiple conversations. And every single time, God was like, the moment you open your mouth against your husband and you say, or you, you know, you tear him down with your words, then clearly you're not being grateful for what I'm doing through you. And I was like, no, that's not the case. So I, just from a wise perspective, I was, I had to be intentional about the words that I spoke over him and, um, and making sure that I wasn't, you know, just speaking out of malice or anger, but really being okay with being angry. But like, how was I going to be sharing that and doing it in a way that would then, you know, still build him up, still build you up. Right. You know, did you ever feel like I... Tore me down? Yeah, or like no. said things. Yeah, okay. I no. made. I was very intentional not to do that. Um, not to say the first thing that came to mind or how I felt initially. I would give myself time. So, anyway, I say that I think it's important to 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 share these behind the scenes type of feelings because many people don't talk about it, and then you could have this silent frustration and war going on on the insides of both of you, and you're not even. You, you can't even communicate with each other about it. Communication is key. But then also being grateful for what you have, where you are, and then finding ways to build um, to build him up. Because that man needs to be built up, clearly, if he's not producing on the level that 
he's capable of producing. And we look at today, I mean, we're we're this we're not some flawless couple or perfect family or anything of that nature, far from that. Um, but what we do strive to do is to build each other up and we've grown a lot since then. Absolutely. I mean we're like running like about like about five businesses now between the two of us and we're like really producing more than we ever have in our whole entire lives. Absolutely. You know, and so um but I don't believe we would be at this place today had we not handled those that season with such care and Agreed. um and faithfulness for both sides. I mean, of course me my, watching my mouth and even when I was the moments that I felt like I there were times that I felt like I said certain things a certain way and I felt convicted, but you never said anything. But I would come back to you and say, I'm sorry for saying that in <laughs> that way. You know, but it wasn't like to cut you down or anything, but I knew I needed to watch my tone. Um and then you continue to be open. I think that's a that was a huge part. Um, yeah, open to suggestions, open, open to ideas, open to different avenues and, and ways to even to even bring in income, even if it was something that I didn't want to and do. And open at the to moment. communicate. And open to communicate. That absolutely. was like that right there makes a, made a huge difference because had you not been communicating, it would have been so frustrating for me. Even the more. Even yeah. the more. So anyway, hopefully this has been helpful for you guys. If you're um, dealing with any of this, we've been there. We understand. Um, that pain and that discomfort but just know um, that is a just a testing season and it is a season but it's about like how you plan how you choose to intentionally go through that season um, and how you continue to to build each other up stay open stay communicative um, and continue to pray with each other and pray for one another um, and really speak life over each other um, over their personal life over your businesses over all that you know the gifts that you all have inside of you and you would be amazed how far that motivation um, takes both of you throughout the day. So yeah, and I would just remind husbands to remember that this is a season. Yeah. Um, but it man, it it matters how we manage that season. How you manage that season is definitely going to going to make a huge difference into how you and your wife really uh, endure it. Because you can come through something and come through it really wounded, mm-hmm. or you can come through it and come through it. It'll be uncomfortable, but come through it well. Yeah, that's good. All right, so hopefully this is helpful for you. If so, shout us out on um, IG. We're at Maripreneur Life. Um, or our Facebook page is OL and Sway Buckley, Maripreneur Life. And um, make sure, um, you know, let us know how this has helped you. If it has, we, we pray it has. We've been pretty transparent. So that's the whole goal and the whole point of it all. Um, and if you all are, you know, really serious about building and and building a legacy together and building businesses together you're needing strategy you're needing help and maybe you are at that place where you know the, the wife is making more than the husband and the husband is needing help getting on board or just getting direction and then just not just the husband because the husband's needing help and the wife is needing help too because you two are one so if that be the case um we can uh let you know <laughs> that you can apply to get on a strategy call with us and you can do that over at love and launch class.com forward slash apply love and launch class dot com forward slash apply all right y'all peace peace out peace out want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life if so then go get your copy of our free marriedpreneur life quick start guide you can grab your free guide at m as in married l as in lifequickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes 
that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless Maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are Maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.